Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Ignite with Barry McGuire with the one and only Charlie Kirk. Great Barry, to have you here, man. Great to be here, man. You're, you're a good friend. Thank <laughs> we, you for having we, uh, me. It goes back a ways. It does. I, I was trying to think, we're at the Trump, the former Trump. We lost it. Didn't that just I kill know. you? It's, it's gone. terrible. Is it really gone officially oh, now? it yeah. is a Waldorf Astoria, which is a great mark. But there was something magic going on in that hotel. Yeah, there I was. mean, that lobby, you just, it I mean, bustling with every activity. time you walk that lobby, there's a half a dozen people you knew, That's right? right? Yeah. So uh, I had a couple of people talking about, you got to eat this guy. You were 22 years old. That's right, six years that. ago. Yeah. And uh, they said, this guy's the smartest guy I've ever met. And these are two older guys my age, you know, and they were very smart guys. And so I asked you, said, sure. We had a little lunch up there on the mezzanine. I remember that. And, um, and I walked away saying, they're right. <laughs> and I want to know this guy. Well, so what's happened from then to now? I remember in the early days, for me, watching on Fox, it was, it would take, I don't want to take too much time with this, but I remember some guy with all kinds of letters around his name, and they were talking about something, some remote country, the geopolitical status of some, I'd never even heard of it before. And I thought, boy, he's in big trouble now. And you just, you just annihilate them. And you may remember, you may not, but I would send you a text. I, re I remember, enthusiastic <laughs> yeah. text. And yeah. I'd say, you nailed it. <laughs> I was just like, that's my guy, that's my friend. Thank <laughs> and, you. And then you just did it so much, I couldn't keep oh. sending you texts. Well, the every positive time, reinforcement but, meant a lot, Barry, for um, the years. But, really uh, gee, it's been so exciting about Thank you. Turning Point USA. Tell us a little bit, we're not, it's not about that, sure. but I, I want everybody to know how yeah. they reach you, what are you doing? I, I, yeah, I think there understand. might be some similar goals. Look, we, we fight for liberty, which is God's idea, not yeah. man's idea. Yeah. on high school and college campuses across the country. Uh, we try to train and equip young people to become informed citizens uh, so that they can preserve the American yeah. Republic. How many campuses are you on? Over 3,000 high school and college Woo! campuses across Woo! the country. Yeah. Woo! So, and I love it you go down to high school campuses. High school, which now. is where really the action is. And wow. Barry, what's amazing wow. is look, at Turning Point USA, our charter documents are secular. We have a Christian leadership. However, at our event, America Fest, yeah. you saw we had Jack Hibbs and oh we, my goodness. we had hundreds of kids give their life to the Lord after that worship service. You know, there are like 15,000 people there. I was the oldest guy there. I don't think so. Well, the next, the next oldest guy was like 30 years younger than me. <laughs> but almost all of them would say be, be below 35 years yes, of age. Yes, that's right. That was what was so encouraging. And they're young and oh, they, they want to take they want to take action. That's our future. Meaningful our action future. for their country. Man, I tell you, that was amazing. Thank you. That was really amazing. But everything you're doing, it just it's just it's getting better and better. And and boy, you led the charge in getting people involved in in. in uh, uh, they're, they're the education, the board of education thing. What do you call school them? School boards. School boards. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, look how that's taken off, and it's just great. Uh, just thank you for what you. How do they you. get to you? Right. Uh, TPUSA.com. If anyone's okay. interested, or CharlieKirk.com. Yeah. And your podcast. I don't know how you. How many podcasts do you do a day? Well, we do three podcasts three, a day. How do you? Your team must be going crazy they, trying to keep up. And they're, up they're with an you. ever. It's an ever growing. And team, I heard you say if they could keep up with me, I'd do four. A couple that's exactly. More. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and we, then we do the speaking, and we do the turning point stuff, but. Look, yeah. God, God gives us energy. He wants us to multiply. Wow, wow. So. Well, you know, the unique thing about you is obviously God's given you, uh, you know, great intelligence. But your, your fervor, I mean, nobody explains the history of our country better than you and, and all that took place to build this country and God oh, gave it to you. us. But, but your understanding of scripture, of the gospel, of the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the way you explain the, the plan of salvation in your own unique way is as powerful as I've ever heard anybody. And Thank the you. fact that you are equally as gifted and patient in both fields. I mean, Thank you. <laughs> so that's just, 
It's amazing. I'm honored to know you. I mean, I just like, wow, I know this guy. He's my friend. <laughs> well, we're all, we're all saved. And, and Barry, you inspire me oh, to want to share my faith more. You really well, have. Well, we should inspire each other. That's what it's about, right? Amen. It really is. Let's talk about that a little bit because what you say, and here you say it a lot of different ways, but we need to get off the bench and into the game. That's right. I mean, we have game. But we're just sitting there quiet. Yeah. I mean, can, can you articulate that? Yeah, I mean, look, because I know it's a frustration to you. You said something on my podcast that really made me think, and I did some praying on this and journaling. You know, we're called to be salt and light, and they change yeah. the environment that they're. Exactly. I never heard anyone say that before. Wow. And you said yeah, that on my it's podcast. It's so true. You and know? it's all about going into places that might be different and to oh. change them for the kingdom, right? Yeah. And so, look, I tell people all the time the work I do is about the second most important thing out there. Before I get to the second thing, we have to talk, the talk about yeah. the first thing yeah. winning people for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Christ. It's the most important thing we could do. The second thing, look, my day job is to make sure you could do the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure that we have self-government and civil government, that those yeah, things can continue exactly, to happen. Exactly. And we're about to lose those. When Eric Metaxas was with me, he said, you know, the people in Germany, they didn't speak up, and then they lost their opportunity to that's speak exactly up. And that's right. what's going to happen here. I mean, they're trying real hard to, Big to shut us up. And uh, we better be standing up and fighting for, I mean, it's there's no separation no, there isn't. No, and it's all about setting the captives free, right? Yeah. So the story of Exodus, the story of Jesus yeah. is about setting people yeah. free from their sinful nature. Yeah. We don't deserve to be set free. We don't. No. But God does not want, his desire yeah. for his children is not for us to live in tyranny, to not to live in damnation. Yeah. And so we've received this not by anything we've done, but by a gift of grace. And it's for us to continue to share it. And, you know, Barry, my, I believe my calling is to make sure that the people, the image bearers that, of God, do not live in earthly tyranny. Yeah. That we can yeah. that we can yeah. preserve this experiment of self-government, which is so exceptional and so unique and derived from the Bible. So we have eighty percent of the unchurched, you and I have talked about it. You have eighty percent of the unchurched that are actually looking for they know the world's out of control. They they they're looking for somebody to tell them about God. Is there a God? They're looking, but only one percent of us are doing it. It's literally right. the the fields are white for harvest and the laborers are few. But that also says, how are they going to go and tell unless they're sent? Our pastors, let's talk about our pastors yeah, for sure. a minute, because the, the, on a political standpoint, you want to call it that, in the public in the public arena, they're being quiet, but they're also not doing their job in the public, That's sending right. people. So we're just, we're dumbing everybody down to three-point sermons that make them feel good. That's right. And people now think sharing their faith is being a good person. No. And look, but here, here, I'll tell you, Barry, you know, I travel college campuses and I say, Jesus Christ is the king of the world. Yeah. You do accept yeah. him as your Lord and Savior. And, you but you'll receive backlash for that. Yeah. You will. Yeah. And, and that's where something, all of a sudden people say, hey, I was all on board for this Christian thing until I start to lose friends or get yeah. nasty emails. Oh, now, for me, it doesn't faze me because when you're in the political space, you're just kind of getting yeah. used to that, right? <laughs> but that's where I kind of, I ask these pastors, I say, hey, yeah. you know, you got to be willing to accept the arrows, to accept the backlash. Yeah. And um, look, there, we're, we're at a moment in time in our country right now, uh, or in our civilization, where church attendance is going down and people are devoid of purpose. It's the most alcohol yeah. addicted, yeah. drug addicted, yeah. Yeah. suicidal, depressed mm. and medicated generation in history. Mm. Mm. But it's also the least religious and least churched and least Christian generation in history. I believe those things are directly correlated together. You know, to, to, the, to the farthest out person, I, I found a way to engage them easily. And I, I don't ever have people get mad at me. They don't get mad at you when you say God loves you. I, I say, you know God loves you? They don't get mad at me. No, he really loves you. I mean, they'll be angry. They'll be gnarly people. I, I, I walk there, do you know God loves you? Yeah, he doesn't love me. Yeah, he does. No. I'm a Christian. I can tell you he loves you. Do you know what? In fact, he loves you as much as he's ever loved anybody. 
they can't take it. They can't comprehend it. After all they've done, there's no way. Yes. And they think all the bad stuff in their life is God beating up on them when God's just trying to get their attention. That's you know? right. And you just shared the love. In fact, I go in the next time and say, guess what? He even loves you as much as he loves his own son, Jesus. That's how much he loves you. He loves you. They want to take care of you. He wants you to go. When you, it breaks through all the barriers. Amen. And, and just so, you know, our site, we've just done a, a lot over 50 years. We've kind of perfected. When you, you know, over 50 years of doing the same thing, you get kind of you good at really well. You know, yeah. I'd say, you know, when, when you first started shooting a basket, it bounces off the backboard and everything. Pretty soon you start sinking some yeah, shots. Right. You figure out, oh, we had a little technique. So we've been doing it for 50 years. And it just gets so easy. You find ways to tell things to people, and they're not bothered by it. They're intrigued by it. Yeah. And, and, and the, the world is hungry for what we have. That's right. They're hungry for the truth. Hungry and, for... And, and you're seeing it all around us oh, in societal man. and moral and political chaos. At, at AmeriFest, you started laying it, that opening. You had the best speech of it. Very fun. kind. I very felt very sorry kind. for Tucker after he followed you. But you laid it down, the gospel, and the, the kids stood up and clapped. Yes. They're wanting to hear this. Yes. They're wanting to hear truth. Well, yeah, I mean, look, programmed in us, we are mind, body, and soul. And our yeah. soul yeah. is that we want to get back in communion yeah. with our it. Father. That's it. And that distance bothers yeah. people, and it should. Yeah. And that distance sometimes mm. tries to get filled in momentary ways of alcohol or pleasure-seeking yeah. or power-seeking. Yeah. Yeah. But we yeah. want to get back into yeah. communion where the earth and heaven meet. And, that, of course, that will never happen until we actually are detached from our body and our soul actually has community eternity and heaven is a real place. And what an amazing yeah. thing for us to be able to share with people. And so that's why they applaud because all of a sudden their they soul spikes that. open. Yeah. Yeah, They're yeah. like, wait. You touch them. I can you touch them. It's not you just you about the mind. Yeah. It's not just about the body, but the yeah. soul gets activated. You're intellectually touching, but at, at, in those moments, at that moment, I looked at those kids and go, that's the spirit of the Lord. Amen. There was anointing on that. It came over the whole whole place. Right. It's just it's just so amazing. Yeah. We have we have to break away, quite frankly, from everything we told about been told about sharing faith. That you gotta memorize this, you gotta do this, you, you gotta, you know, memorize your story and find one person a day. Well out of the, all of the people I'm gonna see today, I gotta pick one, you know, to tell everybody you know, so you wonder reach everybody, but I say it's so easy. You just have to show up. Amen. Because he ranges the he, he ranges the appointments, you know? He, That's you right. Know, you know, it's not by accident. He puts people in your life, and then he gives you the words to say. You don't have to prepare. And you do that, then he says, when you do that, I'll give you but joy you have to be willing. Day. That is the thing. The key is, just like the across the board, everything you're talking about, you got to be willing to get into the game. That's right. So if you're in the Uber, right, and you're driving to the yeah. airport, and you could tell your Uber driver yeah. is having a tough day, do you have the willingness yeah. to bridge the gap between yeah. that Uber driver, right? <laughs> but let me give you a better example. Okay. So I talk to a lot of Uber drivers, and they say, yeah, people open up to them all the time. You know why? It's because they never think they're going to see them again. Do you yeah. have the willingness yeah. to do that to your cousin, Yeah. to your or, aunt? Yeah, that's hard. That's really hard. Yeah, that's really that, the hard. proximity, the yeah. closer you are to somebody. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, Barry, that's I got to say, really you know, hard. doing the stranger that's really thing, that's that, but getting into the close proximity thing, someone yeah. you know really well, yeah. and they know some things you've done wrong, yeah. oof, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. But I, I, I families, we're, families ca we're called to do it, though. It's, it's family stuff. I say I have a taxi ministry, I have a restaurant ministry, I got all these different ministries. Whoever, whoever God puts in your path where you have a, a time to talk to them, you could just just ask him questions, just love on him. He says, right. if you love them, they'll know you're my disciple, not by your brain braininess or your memorization of scripture or whatever. It's just right. loving them. And you know what? The Holy Spirit lets them know your your love is real within moments. I Amen. mean, within five minutes, they're telling you their deepest needs. 
It's amazing how fast they open up. Yes. And then God gives you the scripture that you hadn't thought of for 10 years, and all of a sudden there it is. It pops up. And that gives you intimacy with God, and it puts a bounce in your step, but Amen. it's just so fun. So, you know, our ministry, we call it Ignite, because that's what it does, right? You're ignited. I mean, nobody has to ignite you. You're just no. automatically, well, you're in the game. We're, we're in the game. And, you know, Barry, <laughs> I'm inspired by your energy and your enthusiasm and your joy. And you yeah, have joy yeah. because you see yourself yeah. really pushing forward for the ministry. Oh, it's so <clears> For the gospel, it's I should so say. And, and John 15, 11. I, we didn't have any joy. We were doing everything we could. We had no joy. We were volunteering for stuff. But, man, we did everything in the church, you know, and we had no joy. And Karen actually talked about it. Why do we not have joy? And then I met Herb Ellingwood. Herb Ellingwood was the legal affairs secretary for Governor Reagan. That's how far back wow. ago it was, 1973. And I sat next to the head table. And for an hour before he spoke, he was telling me one crazy story after another about how, and then I was in the store, then I was in this waiting room, and then I, I couldn't believe it. And I, I just, I've never seen such a happy man in all my life. And I walked away in tears. And, and I said, God, that's, I want what he's got, you know? And our prayer says, make me a Herb Ellingwood to as wow. many people as I can. So Karen and I started sharing her faith. <laughs> it's a funny thing. We had joy. We hadn't even realized it. And all of a sudden, we're having a lot of fun. It's because we both started sharing our faith. Mm. And then I found John 15 11 where he says, it's, it's the parable of the fig tree. You know, the branches that bear and the, and the dry branches just throws them in the fire. You won't go there. But folks, you don't want to go there. <laughs> but he says, when you bear fruit, ah, uh, there you my disciple. Mm. And, and, and my joy remain with you, and your joy remain full. And it happens. It just happens all Amen. the time. It's so much fun. And then to bring in all the, all the, the intellect that you, I mean, my understanding of my own country's background has increased overflowing oh, to you. what you've been doing, and you're inspiring people. And it's just, I just can't thank you enough for well, what you're thank doing, you. and just encouraging people. Everyone listening, just be on fire for your faith. Yeah, right? no, everybody knows Charlie knows he loves the Lord. Thank you. Everybody knows that you have a passion for God. You're very kind. Uh, it's really special. So in, in closing, what would you say to people how they need to get involved? They need to get off yes, the bench. they, they, they got to get off the bench. Up. Look, you know, if, if you sit there, you just atrophy. Mm -hmm. And you just sit there and you, you forget even the basic scriptures. You know, you sit very long, you don't even want to do anything anymore. Yeah, and there, there's some commonality That's with kind of how we... On, what's going on here? Yeah, how we empower some of our students to talk about this. Look, Jesus asked questions. Yeah. You might not have to know every little thing about apologetics or you know, the, the order of yeah, how the Gospels yeah, were written, yeah. that, that stuff can all be worked out, yeah, right? But, exactly. but are you asking questions? Are you willing to take that step of boldness, right? And that really is the willingness question. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, I'd love to dive into the psychology of it. I'm sure you know it, why people are so hesitant <laughs> to share their faith. And it just might be that they're comfortable well, the way they are. But they haven't been taught. Nobody's telling them. Yeah. I want to tell you, I never heard this. Nobody ever told me this before. Amen. Pastors are, it's at the, the responsibility is right at the pulpit. It really is. But asking questions, exactly, isn't it? Jesus asked questions. You right? ask questions, and boy, do they come back. It just starts the flow. Everybody's dialogue, hurting. Yeah. Everybody's hurting, and nobody cares. Yeah. And then there's all of a sudden the stranger yeah. <laughs> comes Amen. along and starts asking questions, and they really care. That's right. And they know in their hearts you really care. That's right. It's incredible. It really is. Amen. So what can we pray for you about? As you're oh, going just, forward, right? just You've for, got so many things going on right now. Just for wisdom and a sound mind. Yeah. Protection, the spiritual battle is real. Yeah. Um, we must know Satan is a real force, uh, but Satan is um, inferior to our yeah. Lord. But yeah. Satan has earthly powers. Yeah. 
Um, he yeah. and Jesus never questioned the power that Satan had here on earth. Um, you know, no, Paul absolutely. called Satan the god of this the world. god of this world. That's Jesus right. called him the prince of this world. We yeah. are an enemy-occupied territory. Yeah, we are. And we so, are. if you feel that your day is getting confused or thrown off course, or your thoughts aren't where they want to be, um, you know, we need to get yeah. back to prayer. We need to get back into yeah. alignment and obedience. And so, just pray for that. And we're running out of time. We are running out. We're of running time. out yeah. of time. I mean, the rapture could happen at any, any time. time. It could happen right now. It could. I would. I was looking up this afternoon, and I had some worship music going on. I thought. Man, we're so close. <laughs> we could be there today, you know. If that's the case, then what are we doing between now and when that happens? You yeah, know, I, 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 I often mention to you, how many people do you know that are lost, that, that are friends of yours, that are family of yours? If you knew for sure he's coming back tomorrow, what would you be doing right that's now? That's right. And that's what we need to be doing every day. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And it's going to be a yeah. test of us. I mean, the, dower, yeah. the day and the hour is unknown, yeah. right? Yeah. We know the signs of the times. But I think that God keeps it unknown because he wants to see what we will do. Oh, yeah. Do, oh, yeah. Right? Even Jesus doesn't know. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, right. It's pretty interesting. Well, you know, we're, we're in different generations. And, and your, your focus, particularly on the, on the, on the, on the public square and, and all the history and what's going on in government and all that, is just, just amazing. But at the same time, we are kindred spirits. I mean, we're different in a lot of ways, and yet it's, we're serving the same it's all, God. It's all about setting it's people free. Spirit, and we're, we're, we are one in that. It's, it's fun to be partnered with you and, and fighting the good I'm fight. I'm such it, a uh, fan yeah. of what you do. Yeah. Very, truly. Uh, everybody, pray for this guy, okay? He's, he's got a lot, a lot of years ahead of him and influencing a lot of people, and you, just all pray. Uh, God station continue to say, she already do it. <laughs> you have to have a station. You would have been dead a long time ago. But, I mean, seriously, I mean, a lot of people want to do you harm, but God continue to station your guardian angels and protect Charlie and what he's doing and, and guide and direct you how you do it. You're, you're just an amazing guy. God bless you, Barry. to be your friend. Likewise. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. See you next time. Yeah.